With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Yep, those games went as scripted, right? Welcome to the program. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Games all here, including Fritzy on this Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at DP Show. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. We say good morning to those who are listening. Radio show, uh, nearly 400 cities around America carrying the program. Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio as well. Have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Two more games later on today and tonight. Steelers at the Bills. Steelers are getting 10. Eagles at the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are getting two and a half. Texans roll the Browns, Chiefs handle the Dolphins, Packers roll the Cowboys, and the Lions hold off the L.A. Rams. Well, if you were going to go, most surprised, least surprised. Most surprised, I think we would all agree that the Packers and how they handled the Cowboys. I thought the Rams were going to beat the Lions. I had no doubts about the Chiefs against the Dolphins, and I was really surprised with the Texans. Not only the margin of victory, but how they did it. That Cleveland defense is supposed to be one of the best defenses in football. Or at least it is when they're at home. It was a fun first quarter. Then all of a sudden, Joe Flacco throws a couple of pick sixes. And C.J. Stroud looked like Joe Montana. The Chiefs against the Dolphins felt like the Chiefs were saying, hey, let's just play a zone defense on Tyreek Hill and take our chances there. And during the regular season, I said there were two teams I hadn't figured out. I kept trying to figure out how good the Dolphins were and how good the Cowboys were. And you know what? I finally figured out they're both frauds because the Cowboys were at home. They had everything lined up. You had people saying it's sort of like a bye week. You're playing the Packers, Jordan Love, first playoff game. And then all of a sudden you realize the Packers had been in playoff mode for the last couple of weeks. And Jordan Love had been spectacular. And all you know what kind of set the tone for me? The Cowboys win the coin toss. Now, usually what happens, you defer. They said, no, we want the ball. So the Packers won the coin toss, got the ball, and then went 75 yards. And I went, ooh, okay. It's almost like they were like, all right. Let's test you here. We're going to see what you got. And the Cowboys are probably saying, all right, I got a rookie, basically rookie quarterback, or at least starting his first playoff game on the road, and they want the ball? Great. And then all of a sudden you realize, 
ooh, they want the ball, and they're going to get the ball again and again and again and again, and they're going to score touchdowns. And it was weird that it was a blowout, but then at the end it felt like this is closer than what it should be. And then all of a sudden, Green Bay brings in backup quarterback and some second stringers, get a little playoff time, and it's like, uh, let's put Jordan Love back out there. Let's make sure we win this. Uh, the Lions against the Rams, uh, give credit, great atmosphere with the Lions. And, uh, you know, if you think about the city of Detroit, Red Wings are in a uh, drought, a playoff drought. The Tigers in a playoff drought. You have the Pistons, the worst team in the NBA. And then you have the Detroit Lions, who finally, after 30 years, able to break that streak of a playoff win at home. And this is how it sounded last night. One final time, Jared. One final time. Moves in behind center. Takes the snap. Takes the knee. This game is over. Oh, the Detroit Lions have won it. Celebrate, boys. Celebrate. You're coming right back here next week to take on the winner of the Philadelphia-Tampa Bay game. That's courtesy of the ticket, the Lions Radio Network. It found it sounded like it was a championship there. <laughs> that that fellow that fella's got a little Ross Tucker to him too. This game's over. <laughs> Let me hear that again, Mark. One final time, Jared. One final time. Moves in behind center. Takes the snap. Takes the knee. This game is over. Oh, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> this game is over. We're moving on. Hey, congratulations. Been a long time. Long, long time. And they had to make an announcement. They had to tell the fans, look, you got to leave. Like, we got to clean this place up for next weekend. All right, we'll come up with a poll question. And uh, play of the day, stat of the day. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. As for the Cowboys, we wondered, we speculated, and now here we are. Jerry Jones probably not giving a ringing endorsement to Mike McCarthy, but he didn't do that going into the playoffs where he said, well, hey, his record speaks for itself, said all these nice things, and then he added, well, we'll take it game by game. Here is Jerry Jones after the loss. This is uh, one of my most surprises since I've been involved in sport, period. So this is uh, uh, that degree. I know how disappointed everybody is. So I'm a comment. In terms of playoff losses, where does this one rank for you? Well, I don't have, uh, uh, really, I can't reach back and look at a playoff loss. Uh, uh, but this uh, seems like the, uh, the, the most uh, painful uh, because uh, we all had such great expectation and we had hope for this team. And uh, uh, thought that we were aligned in a great shape, in great shape, and uh, uh, it didn't happen for us. Okay. If you have a list of heartbreaking playoff losses, that's not good. Uh, Jerry, hey, can you bring out your list of heartbreaking playoff losses? Uh, well, if I'm seeding them, <laughs> give me more time. But you had what you had everything that you wanted here. You were at home. You'd played well at home. You're playing the Packers, the youngest team in the NFL. You're you're facing a quarterback who'd never made a playoff start. <sighs> I'm waiting to hear that uh, Dallas defense, that was the second coming of the Doomsday defense. Like, uh, what happened? 
What happened? Because that team did not look good the last uh, month and a half of the season. Giving up points and a lot of yards. Yes, Eden. Maybe it's a symptom of how many times Jerry Jones has been in this position, but I give him a lot of credit for how he handled that exchange. Because he had said, this is one of the most surprising things that's ever happened to me since I've been involved in sport. And the follow-up question is, uh, where would you put this among your playoff losses? I just said it's the most surprising thing that's ever happened to me. What do you mean, where would I rank it? Can you give me the I, I just told you it's the most surprising thing that's ever happened to me since I got involved in sports. Where do you think I rank it? Now, I don't know if he makes a change. My guess is he does make a change. This heightened our awareness of the coaching situation because Bill Belichick is available. Mike Vrabel is available as well, and Pete Carroll. But really, this is about Bill Belichick. You're probably going to lose Dan Quinn to maybe Seattle, but here's Dan Quinn. That defense, he's the defensive coordinator, in the last seven games allowed 25 points and 353 yards per game. And I don't know if they played great teams week in and week out to give up those 25 points, 353 yards, but he's your defensive coordinator, and maybe the next coach of the Seattle Seahawks. All right, Seaton, what's the poll question today? Well, speaking of most surprising results, why don't we go with most surprising result this week? Okay. Uh, you got Texans over the Browns, 45-14. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs, 26, Dolphins, 7. Yeah. Packers handling the Cowboys in you know, 48-32. Packers absolutely handled the Cowboys in what was a very close game, actually. <laughs> I know. When Seaton said that, I'm going... Okay, it was a blowout until it wasn't a blowout. It was a complete blowout and one play away from being a one-score game at the same time. Yeah, I was I was very much enjoying the blowout. I was like, oh god, this! I was reveling at every down that went by. I'm like, this is the best. And then all of a sudden, the Cowboys started coming back. I'm like, wait a minute, this could be fun too. But all right, a big so. tease. Uh, and then the Lions Rams twenty four twenty three. That was. So really, it comes down to the Cowboys or the Texans. The most surprising result. Possibly. Yeah. I think Dallas, because you know, I thought that team had the talent to go to the Super Bowl. And C.D. Lamb got shut down by Jair Alexander, who, man, he, got, he was in the doghouse a couple of weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, he shut down C.D. Lamb in the yeah, first half. Speaking of coin toss. Yes, that's true. Um <laughs> I, I just thought Dallas, by the time they woke up, it was too late. They're almost like, okay, you know, Packers going to come back to Earth till they didn't come back to Earth. And then, you know, you're, you've got a quarterback who is putting up a passer rating of 157.2. That's the second highest passer rating for a quarterback in his first playoff game in NFL history. Brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. So, C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love both posted passer ratings of 157.2. The highest passer rating of a quarterback in his first playoff game was Dave Craig. 1983 wildcard game against Denver. That was 158.3. And you're watching these quarterbacks, as much as we love to laud Patrick Mahomes and the different angles of how he throws the football... Jordan Love was doing that yesterday. 
He was side angle, off his back foot, a lot of off his back foot. And then C.J. Stroud, he had a dip there during the season, later in the season, and we thought, okay, Puka Nakua could maybe win the Rookie of the Year. Nope, even though Puka Nakua was wonderful last night. That's a guy where there's football, there's speed and football speed, and he has football speed. But the other wide receiver, and I'm only going to compare them just because they weren't fast, but they were really good, and that's Jerry Rice. Because Jerry Rice was a 4-5 guy in the 40, maybe closer to 4-6. But he didn't get caught. And Puka Nakua, when he runs after he catches, he's not afraid. But when he catches the ball, he's going to hurt somebody. And if I'm the Rams, a Rams fan today, man, I can't wait till next season. I, I, you know, Sean McVay was positive. I mean, he was like, hey, I really love what we, what we did here. And he didn't sound devastated that he lost a close game. Confidence that was earned from this group. You know, they came in here with the expectation to advance and play the winner of the game tomorrow night. And so that's, uh, you know, I think that's a, that, that's a tough pill to swallow. But I think the further that you get away from the raw emotions of it, the more appreciation they'll have for what they did. And I think there's a lot of things that we can build on, but you got to do it. You know, it's, you know, as we know, and this group is an example of it, the preseason stuff doesn't mean. Okay. That's uh, Sean McVay. We'll talk to Chris Sims, NBC Sports, Football Night in America. He'll join us coming up in a few minutes. Adam Schefter, a little bit later on. Jim Harbaugh is meeting with the Chargers. There's no rumor here, no speculation, no I'm hearing. There's multiple reports that Jim Harbaugh is actually meeting with the Chargers. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, I'm going to do this now, and I was going to wait, but I can't make him wait. Shay and Irving joining us on the program. Shay? Danny? Yep. I went to hell without dying last night. The fat man did it again. You freaking said it, Danny. You're the number two seed in the NFC. All the playmakers are healthy. Roster chock full of pro bowlers. Easiest route to the NFC championship game since I don't know when. And you come out and get beat. Beat worse than a freaking Palestinian protester at a Greg Abbott rally. Dak looked awful. CD looked like a convalescent. Danny, this secondary looked like they were skin-popping vials of ketamine. And at the Silver Spoon, if Stephen Jones had any testicular fortitude, he'd have his daddy committed to a freaking insane asylum, run to L.A., give Jim Barr a blank check, and beg him to come to Dallas. What was halftime like at the house? Depressed. Let me ask you this, Danny. Let me ask you this. With Jerry. If the roles were reversed, do you think Jerry Jones would give one iota where he put himself in? Put him in a pine box. He's got to do something. Maybe you'd just get a new team. That's sacrilegious. Danny, you can't do I was born into this pain, Danny. This is, in, this is all I know. How do you do this? Feels like every year at this time I could play a phone call from you and it would sound kind of the same. Not like this. Green Bay could have flipped the same song, Danny. It wouldn't like this. No. No, 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 no. Not against the number C. No. 
not like this, Kenny. This is otherworldly. This wasn't just a beating. This was judgment from a higher power. This was awful. Oh, your fourth quarter looked pretty good. Oh, I swear on Christ on a cross, Kenny. Stop it. <laughs> Nothing will make this day better. You know, they looked oh, they, You know who had the money line on the Packers and the uh, Cowboys? Dylan, the graphics guy, had the the Packers winning the game. Oh, yeah, I'm well aware of what that's like. (laughs) You think he doesn't have any blame in this? You got another thing coming. All right. How's the day going to be? Awful, Danny. I, I ain't got out of bed. I'm pacing in the bedroom. I don't know where the hell the kids are, the roommates somewhere. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Dog probably needs to go outside. That's for damn sure. You going to work? Hell no, Danny. Okay. Can't no. Maybe you need to get out of the house, okay? Uh, Danny, I couldn't tie my shoes today without breaking <laughs> into a sweat. I'm so freaking mad. I'm I'm beside myself, Danny. I can't believe you get beat like that at home. Number seven seed to a quarterback who snuck into the freaking playoffs. The fat man did it again. He's gonna go. I'll talk to you later this week. Whatever, Danny. That's Shea and Irving. And I told him when we were doing our gambling podcast, and Dylan takes the money line, he takes the Packers, and then Shea is just livid. He's just not having anything to do with that. The possibility that they could lose that game. And here we are. That was the biggest surprise of the weekend to me. Not only losing, but how they lost that game. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming. I'm probably not the same volume, and uh, we apologize for some references that uh, Shay had in there, but that uh, is the passion that Shay brings to this show. We'll talk to Chris Sims, Football Night in America. We'll settle on a poll question. Your phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. Just getting started. Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We'll settle on our poll question. Your phone calls, we'll get to those as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. The Mercedes-Benz Holiday Love Celebration is still going on. Find an exclusive offer on a vehicle that you adore now through... The uh, middle of this month. Learn more at mbusa.com slash special offers. He's Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host. You can see him and listen to him on the show that precedes ours on Peacock with Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live, and uh, Chris joining us on the program. Going into the games, what was the one where you thought we could see a surprise? It was the Green Bay-Dallas game, right? I didn't have the guts to pick it. If you listen to my podcast last week, me talking to Florio on PFT, that to me was the game where I went, you know, out of all the games that there could be a surprise this weekend, right? And I didn't see the Houston-Cleveland thing coming that way. But the the the, the Green Bay one was the one where I went, again, no Dallas had the better season, but you know anybody that watches football, it's a matchup league, and there was some things about Green Bay that I thir- certainly posed some problems for Dallas and thought they could keep it close, if not pull off the upset. Certainly didn't see them blowing them out the way they did. That was pretty amazing. Okay. are we? Can we move on from Jordan Love? Uh, we're not quite sure if he's that good or he might be. You had people who suggested that he was a bust. Like, this guy has been unbelievable, and they played playoff football to get into the playoffs. And, I, I Chris, when they when they won the toss and elected to take the ball, right, it told right. me everything I needed to know about Matt LaFleur's confidence in Jordan Love and that offense. 
Yeah, that's right. And Matt LaFleur, let's not forget, was in Atlanta with Dan Quinn, right? So he knows that defense. And I think they mm. knew, yeah, Jordan Love, right? We can run the football. Dallas has a smaller defense. Wait, we got some weapons. Let's jump out on Dallas early at home instead of letting it be vice versa, which Dallas, of course, hasn't lost in two years, basically, because they jump out on people. Then the other team has to, oh, no, we got to throw the ball more than we'd like. And now Micah Parsons and the pass rush get unlocked and they get to play from ahead and they're dangerous that way, Dallas. They're kind of like the bullies. Once they start bullying you, they just kind of pound you in the ground. Green Bay said the hell with that. We're not going to let that happen. We're going to get out on front and we're going to make you play a style of football you don't necessarily love to play and just kept the pressure on them consistently. Jordan Love, like you said, I mean, when he came out in the draft, there was a lot that I really liked about him. He was raw. And that's where it's hard with the draft, right? Because, you know, you look at him now and you go, hey, Jordan Love, watch out. He's got super, he's got some super, superstar caliber traits. He does. His ability to hang in the pocket, not see anybody around him, throw off his back foot. He's got long arms and gigantic hands. He can flick it. I mean, what a performance by him and Matt LaFleur and the whole football team in Green Bay. All right. Let's troubleshoot the Cowboys. You're Jerry yeah. Jones. Right. What are you going to do? I, I mean, it, it, it's it's a tough one, right? I I feel I guess there's a part of me where I'm old school and I want to go, man. A guy finished twelve and five for the third year in a row, right? But also the expectations are higher than that. Out of the three playoff losses that McCarthy has, you know, I think two of them they're gonna Dallas is gonna look at and go, we feel like we were the better team in two out of the three losses. The first loss to the, the 49ers a few years ago in the wild card game with the not being able to spike the ball late. And then, of course, yesterday, that always leaves a sour taste in the owner's mouth. Wait, I think we're the better team, yet we didn't win any games in the playoffs and didn't advance. That's going to be hard for Jerry Jones to swallow. You know, I think Jerry Jones really chopped out a leg of Mike McCarthy's power over the football team earlier this week by saying, hey, we'll see how it goes week by week in the playoffs. That's a great message to send to your locker room about the general of your football team <laughs> in a big game, right, Dan? I mean, that was kind of crazy. And then, of course, Jerry Jones puts high expectations out there during the week going, I think this is our best chance in a long time. All right, so all that I feel for Mike McCarthy, but at the same time, I don't think it's totally reached expectations. And, you know, clock management, the do way you think they make are, a change, Chris? I, yeah, I do. Okay. I think something drastic's coming. I think it's going to be hard after all this for Mike McCarthy and them to command the locker room. I do. I just think with the way things have kind of shaked, shook out, his reputation before that, uh, I think players in the locker room, no matter how well they do next year, they're still going to go in the playoffs going, wait, is our coach going to get us ready? And I think that's ultimately will lead to the end of the Mike McCarthy era in Dallas. But you also have Bill Belichick available. That's the if other you don't, aspect. If you don't have Belichick available, because you, know, you can fire your coach, but who are you replacing him with? That's right. the important part of this. But you right. do have the Bill Belichick aspect that's out there. If Belichick's Bill, not out there, yes. it, do you think Jerry Jones makes a change? Maybe not. I, you know, I look at Vrabel to be up in that category where I go, wait, Mike Vrabel's out there too, right? So, But, I, I mean, I know it's Belichick. It's the greatest coach of all time. I think we all wonder, can Jerry Jones and Belichick coexist as working partners, right? I think there's a relationship off the field. But 
You know, is Jerry at a point finally where maybe he's old enough and desperate enough to go, okay, 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 okay. I'll run the, <laughs> the press conferences and the business, and you can run the football. And I won't go as crazy with the press conferences and give the State of the Union, and I'll do all that. If they can find some common ground there, I think it's the exact type situation Belichick is looking for, right, Dan? Belichick doesn't want to go somewhere and rebuild. He's not looking for that. He's looking for, like, what Tom Brady had when he went to Tampa. I'm going to look for a team that's ready, that just needs me to come in and add a little finishing touch to the the whole thing here. And I think that's where, yeah, Belichick will be very enticing to the Jones family. Are you sold on Dak making him the highest paid player in the NFL with this contract coming up? Well, I, I don't. Well, why does it have to go that way always? Why can't it just be towards the top of the market? You know that that's where I want to. Uh, like some of these teams got to stop negotiating against themselves. Well, a the agents bit. won't allow that to happen. I I, I know that's what's you know with Dak and you know he's made good money. He's you can win a Super Bowl with him. He's certainly top tenish type of quarterback, right? He did a great year. Uh, I, I still would want him to be my quarterback, right? But I would go, well, wait, uh, you're you're not Joe Burrow, and you're not Patrick Mahomes, and you're not Josh Allen, so you don't get that quite yet. You got to earn that, and that's where I feel like, you know, they got to draw a line in the sand a little bit there and figure that one out. And I feel the same way with Tua and the Dolphins. Well, throw out a number. We don't know to throw a big number out there. Who's going to offer Tua a huge contract? I'm going to say nobody. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how both of those teams kind of handle that situation this year. Yeah, you know, the overreaction to these games, and certainly with Tua, it's like, oh, you can't sign him up for a long-term contract. I'm like, why can't – who are you replacing him with? I mean, he yeah. he did have a good year. He stayed healthy. He did. Um, yes. I didn't think they had any chance to beat Kansas City. And, right. Um, no, he's. you're exactly right. That's a big question for all these guys, right? Like, oh, we're going to replace Justin Fields. We're going to replace Dak Prescott. Like, uh, I don't you know. Uh, if you're totally sold that you got somebody better that you know is going to come in and just knock it out of the park, okay, fine. But he better because if he doesn't, people like me are going to go, what the hell were you thinking <laughs> replacing that guy with that guy? Okay? And that's where, yes, it gets does get dicey. You're right about that. And we'll see. Yeah, you're, you're certainly right. Tua had a great year, right? No doubt about it. Now, as we see, when teams figure out a few of the McDaniels' tricks, though, they're limited, and Tua's not the type of guy that's just going to go, I'll carry the team and I'll figure it out. And I think this is why the prior regime was had cold feet on Tua because they felt like, man, cold weather, tough AFC January football, we're not sure he could throw through the elements and carry an offense that way. And I think those questions still exist after the other night. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, also his podcast called Unbuttoned, the former NFL quarterback. Watching the Rams, I thought the Rams were going to beat the Lions. I uh, did too. I just think that momentum that they had, you know, they were playing well, but that second half when you're just kicking field goals came back to haunt them. And, you know, give give Jared Goff and Dan Campbell a yeah. lot of credit because that's a game you're supposed to win, and they did win. Right. That's right. And the pressure was on them. The expectations, the fans, everything there, right? Jared Goff, if there's anybody that was this thing was personal to, it's him, right? Matthew Stafford, like, he, he asked to get out of Detroit. He was ready for a change. He won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Jared Goff is like, wait, that team got rid of me. They gave the team that I'm on something even more to make sure that they got rid of me, right? So that was personal to him, good for him. It's amazing what Dan Campbell's done. I think you said it right. 
right? I was like, in the, when the second half started, I was like, man, the Rams got to figure something out on defense because, oh, my gosh, the Lions just moving the ball up and down the field. They go on that long field goal drive there to start the third quarter. But after that, Rams defense settled in, gave them issues. I think what you said is the key to the game. The fact that the Rams kind of controlled the second half, moved the ball, uh, certainly were the better team on the field, I felt like, in the second half, but couldn't punch it in once they got down there in the red zone. That Lions run defense came in handy. And then, of course, now McVay can't spread the field out the same way inside the 10-yard line. And it became tough for them to, to punch it in, and that was the difference in the game. You're right about that, Dan. All right, handicap this game, uh, these two games. Let me start with the Steelers and the Bills. When a game is moved you know, back, like you have to wait another day, what that does to the preparation or getting – like you get in that game day mode and we're going to be playing on Sunday and then we're not playing and now we're playing on Monday afternoon. I don't know if it messes with either of these teams, but I'm just curious – of the Steelers going into Buffalo, what you expect to happen? I I, I think it, it just makes more the teams more antsy, right? I think they found out early enough to where they hadn't quite got into game mode yet. Uh, you know, I think as the players, some of them are going to go, man, I'm going to feel fresh. This is great to have an extra day to heal and get there. You know, I think the coaches will look at it and go, hey, there's a few things we can tinker with here and a little few extra coaching points to help us out. I think we're going to see a, a, a tough cold weather type of football game that the Bills kind of control, but it's ugly, right? I would expect like a 24-10, 27-13 type of win. I just don't trust that the Steelers' offense can move the ball consistently uh, on this Bills' defense. And then you have Tampa at home as an underdog. Baker Mayfield banged up, and like maybe psychologically the Eagles banged up. I'm not sure what to expect in this game. I, I, it's it's to maybe the, for me the hardest game to figure out of the weekend, right? I mean, the the Bucks they're going in like they're they can't feel that great. They got kind of dominated by the Saints at home the second to last week of the season. Last week of the season, they barely beat Carolina. It wasn't very impressive. The Eagles, yeah, like you said, it's a pitiful December. I chose the Eagles because I just think they're the more talented football team. Now, not having A.J. Brown, that does change things too as well. But I think this is a close one. I think we're going to see a lot of big plays in the passing game. Uh, I just feel like the Eagles have a few more avenues in which they can kind of uh, let the game flow to, and there's a little more versatility in their attack. Uh, I'm going to go with them, but I, I'm not feeling like real confident. I'm not betting any money on DraftKings, I'll tell you that. I This came to mind when I'm watching Matthew Stafford get banged up last night, and then we had the benefit of you know that camera that focused on his face and his hands and I, I, I have to believe he was concussed in that moment. But what he did is he grabbed his ribs. So if you grab your ribs when you go to the sidelines, they put him in the tent. They may not even be checking him for a concussion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think Matthew Stafford had the wherewithal to be able to go, oh, my God, I got my bell rung. Oh, man, do my ribs hurt. I think 100%. You know, I, I'm not sure that's what happened. And maybe his ribs are hurt. He hit the ground hard, right? I'm with you. You saw the eyes wide open, all that. Now, you know, you get hit like that sometimes. Like, your eyes are like that anyways because you're like, holy <laughs> crap. I, that, was a, that was a car wreck. I can't even believe Am I alive still, right? There's a little of that that goes on in your head there. But I think to your point, the players are conditioned 
my bell got run rung. Let me lay here a second so I don't stand up and become wobbly, and then they definitely take me out of the game. And I would do the same thing, Dan. If my bell got rung, I'd be grabbing my shoulder and my arm to distract from it right away because it's a big game and I want to play, and you're not telling me I'm not playing. Man, my shoulder hurts, even though I'm seeing three of you. And I, I would not be shocked if he pulled that move. I think that is something that the players are very aware of. Okay, but if you have the wherewithal to grab your ribs, then maybe you're not concussed. That well, that's see, that's what a player would say, and a player would go, "Yeah, it's just my bell rung. I'm not concussed. It's football. I got hit hard. I don't need concussion protocol here." And see, that's what I think an old school player like Stafford is going to justify it. Like, hey, I was smart enough to fake it. I'm not that out of it. And hey, did you see that throw I made and the decision I made on the next drive? I was fine. I made some great plays and all that. Uh, Rams, you know, future's bright. Oh, they yeah. did a great job of retooling this team and, and kept, they got an O-line finally there. Kyron Williams is a superstar running back. Puka's a superstar. Incredible job this year and watch out for them in the future here. Thank you, bud. Good to talk to you uh, as always. Thanks, Dan. Be good. That's see you, everybody. Chris Sims. You can see him on Football Night in America, Pro Football Talk with uh, Mike Florio. He's the co-host that show precedes ours. All right. We will uh, update our poll results and give you our play of the day coming up next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. 
Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Check this out. Play action, a bootleg, left, half bootleg. Got now him. throw, back Got the other way. He's got him wide open. Down the right side. Musgrave, end zone. Touchdown! Touchdown, Luke Musgrave! And a dagger! A dagger right through the heart of the Cowboys! 48 points. The Packers scored in their win over the Cowboys, the most by any quarterback in their first playoff start since Kurt Warner put up 49. And the Rams' victory over the Vikings' 1999 playoffs. That's courtesy of the Packers Radio Network. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by our home away from home. There's no city that compares to Las Vegas, a city where spectacle and celebration are woven into the very fabric of that community. And you can go to danpatrick.com. See if we have any tickets left for you to be in the studio audience when we do our show Super Bowl week in Las Vegas. This is where conventional is challenged, unexpected, embraced. It's not just celebrating, it's celebration with an edge. Seaton, would you update the poll results? Yeah, most surprising result this weekend. Uh, your pick from the four games right now, Packers over the Cowboys has 76% of the vote. Yeah. Uh, the only one even remotely close with 22% is Texans-Browns, other than that. Yeah, I was surprised with the Browns' defense. You know, usually your defense travels, but that's another game where the pick sixes by Joe Flacco, because last week, late last week, we're going, well, I don't know, do they have a quarterback controversy? And I'm thinking, no, this is a nice run by Joe Flacco, but you've got a guy that you invested $230 million. The Deshaun Watson game, where Deshaun Watson doesn't play in the game with the Texans and the Browns. Buddha in San Francisco. Hi, Buddha. Best and worst of the weekend. Yeah, here we go. Chicago. Uh, Dan, death, taxes, and the Cowboys losing in the first round, DP. Wow. I mean, I was I was giggling like a little kid in sheer amazement, Dan. It was just unbelievable. I mean, I feel bad for Shea, Dan. I mean, keep your head up, brother. I mean, man, I feel bad for the drywall in his home. But, uh, Dan, you guys were talking about Stafford yesterday. He pulled the Heinz Ward. I mean, he famously grabbed his ankles and uh, just to hide a concussion. But... Uh, best and worst of the weekend, Dan, C.J. Stroud become, balling out and just taking out the Browns, becoming the youngest QB in history to win a playoff game. Simply amazing. And I can guarantee you they have the Ravens' intention, Dan. They are not scared. Yeah. And uh, worst, worst of the weekend, Dan, the vicious cycle that the Dallas Cowboys and their fans are in, Dan. I mean, it's, it's often referred to as insanity. Uh, but, hey, at least they didn't lose to San Francisco for the third straight year, Dan. <laughs> little shot by Niners fan Buddha there with the Cowboys. Gus in L.A. Good morning, Gus. Best and worst of the weekend. Good morning, Mr. Patrick. You know, Friday night, I'm here, 
And I'm like, you know what? Worst of the weekend, Chicago Bulls fans. How you doing there? Why would you do that? You're better. Mm. Fast forward to Sunday night, and I'm like, you know what? There's no worst of the weekend. This is great. When the Cowboys lose, America wins. And here we are this morning celebrating. Yeah, half the East Coast is 10 feet under snow. But you know what? We're celebrating today. It's a great day. My Steelers may get mopped all over the floor today. But, hey, the Cowboys lost in the first round embarrassingly. So I'm going to have myself a great Monday. Little bonus, best of the weekend, Detroit Lions. Happy for you guys. You guys finally get to join the rest of us in 2024 with no one what it's like doing a playoff game. So congratulations. Everything. It's a great week, Mr. Patrick. I hope you and the boys have yourself Thank a you, great Gus. Thank well. you, thank you, Gus. Always great to hear from you. I don't know if he drinks whiskey, but he's got a whiskey voice there. He goes deeper than me. Yeah, yeah, it's down here, Mr. Patrick. All right, the Chicago Bulls situation. This was supposed to be a great night, Ring of Honor. They're going to bring everybody back. Michael Jordan's coming back. Scotty Pippen's coming back. Rodman's coming back. Well, one problem. Rodman wasn't there. Jordan wasn't there. Pippen wasn't there. But they had Jerry Krause's widow there. And Jerry Krause, the former GM, and really the architect of you know that dynasty, he made some incredible moves. He wasn't popular. Jordan called him crumbs because he always had food on his shirt or his sport coat. And he helped them win six titles. Jerry Krause passed away a few years ago. So they bring his widow out, and the crowd starts booing her. They're doing a video tribute. They bring her out. Poor woman. She didn't do anything wrong. Now, Ron Harper went over to comfort her. She's crying. Like, you want to boo somebody? Boo Jerry Reinsdorf. Jerry Reinsdorf's the problem with his Chicago sports teams. Not Jerry Krause. Now, they do blame Jerry Krause for dismantling the Bulls, and that was a year earlier. I get that, you know, but move on. Or maybe that's the problem. You have nothing to move on to right now because the team isn't any good. Now, you're going to blame that on Jerry Krause, his widow? To me, it was just embarrassing. I, it, it's, it's a night to celebrate, to remember when you guys were actually relevant, when you were good, when somebody cared. Like, really, you need to boo this poor woman late in her life, and you're going to boo the memory of her husband. Shame on you. I mean, it was a stupid idea to do this anyways because Jordan and Pippen aren't getting along. Rodman, Dennis couldn't fly in, I think, because of weather issues. I don't think Jordan was ever going to go. Scotty was not going to go because Michael's son is dating his ex-wife. Other than that, <laughs> how did you like to play, Mrs. Lincoln? Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I felt, I felt horrible. Yeah, because, you know what, being there, uh, you know, in the stands with those Chicago fans and the, really the magic that was there, wonderful, wonderful moments. And then you reduce it to that, where you're that petty, that insecure, that you're going to boo the widow of Jerry Krause? Do your homework on what Jerry Krause did there. Players he brought in, trades that he made, draft picks that he made. You want to boo somebody? 
boo Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner. Yes, Marv. Besides Jordan and Pippen, he built two completely different rosters. Yeah. Those are the only two guys that were on all six of those championship teams. That's impressive. That's crazy. It was crazy. Like, you're going, wait, this is really happening. They're booing her. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, dpshow. By the way, guess who has not declared for the NFL draft? And today is the deadline. Got your attention, didn't I? Adam Schefter will join us coming up a little bit later on. Jim Harbaugh meeting with the Chargers. One hour in the books on this Monday. Hour two, right around the corner. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 